Welcome to the I Believe Podcast, an Acure Insight production, brought to you by Castle Biosciences. I'm your host, Danae Peterson, a fellow ocular melanoma survivor. Here on the podcast, we'll be sharing information and insights on treatments, research, and living with ocular melanoma. Castle Biosciences tests are designed to provide clinicians precise and personalized tumor information for the benefit of patient care. If you would like more information about how Castle is transforming the treatment of eye cancer, visit castletestinfo.com. Registration is now open for our 2023 I Believe Survivorship Seminar. This year, we'll be coming to you live and virtually from Seattle, Washington. Join Dr. Andrew Stacy, top physicians and experts for two days of workshops and educational sessions on living with ocular melanoma. We'll explore the town, of course. I hear there is a dinner cruise planned for Friday night. Meet new omies and check in with good friends. And at the end of the weekend, you can plan to end the week on a high note with cocktails and dinner. For those planning to attend in person, we hope to see you at the welcome reception the evening of September 7th. So make sure to plan your travel accordingly. Make sure to reserve your hotel room at the link provided at the time of registration, or you can book at your nearby favorite hotel. If you're unable to attend in in person during registration, simply select the virtual attendance option. If you do plan to attend in person or online, make sure to register using the link in the show notes of each podcast episode or head to www.acureinsight.org slash education dash events. After you register, be sure to finalize your travel plans and reserve your room for the hotel nearby. Discounted hotel registration ends on August 17th. Please email contact at acureinsight.org with any registration questions. Share the news with your fellow Omis, guys. We can't wait to finally see you in Seattle this year. The drug product discussed in the following segment is not approved in the U.S. and is still under investigation and not yet FDA approved. Okay, you guys, so I'm here with Jerry Wu from Ascentage Pharma at ASCO, and we just have a couple questions for you, Jerry. Is it okay if we just chat for a sec? Sounds great. Thank you, Danette. Okay, so our first question is, can you just remind us about um, the drug's mechanism, APG-115, how the drug works in uveal melanoma, and maybe give us an update on your clinical trials? Sure. Thank you for asking the question. So to answer your question, currently Ascendage is studying uh, APG-115 in ocular melanoma, as you mentioned. It is an investigational drug that has a mechanism as an MDM2 inhibitor. Um, We have found this to be a mechanism that is prevalent in driving progression in ocular melanoma. So, and we have these, uh, we have preclinical data that we have published that demonstrate disease inhibition. And this is backed up with some of our clinical data that we presented at ASCO last year. Uh, We do not have any new data for this year to present, but to quickly summarize some of last year's data, we did up to last year's time point, we have treated 15 uveal melanoma patients. Out of those patients, disease was stabilized for 10 of those patients. And we did have one patient that documented a partial response, which has uh, up to last year's published data uh, has has uh, has been durable for at least two years, so that's very promising. Um, and of course, this is again as of last year's published report. Uh, just so everyone is aware, are the most common um, adverse uh, response adverse reactions to APG one one five include nausea, fatigue, um, reduced blood count. So those are the the most common side effects. 
um, generally, uh, clinicians had, have said that this has been very manageable. Um, the study has been ongoing since 2018. Um, we have a total of 20 sites with 16 sites in the U.S., including MD Anderson, UCLA, Sarah Cannon. So there's, there, there's plenty of uh, locations where patients can participate in the study. Wonderful. So if people wanted to learn more about this trial specifically, where would be the best place for them to go and find that information? The best place to go is either our website at essentialpharma.com or clinicaltrials.gov. It is published in the study is published there. All you have to do or anyone that's looking for it has to do is search under APG-115 and it will be one of the studies that's uh, focused on melanoma. Excellent. Well, Jerry, is there anything else you want to add? No, I mean, I, I, I think we look forward to having more data presented in, uh, in at next year's ASCO, and we look forward to presenting the data for um, our ocular melanoma patient population. Well, we appreciate all the work that you guys are doing and your continued efforts, and we look forward to that data as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hello, this is Kevin from Acure Insight, and we're here at our booth at the ASCO meeting in Chicago in June 2023, and I'm joined here with Hannah and Melody from Acure Insight, and we're very fortunate to have with us today Dr. Johnny John from Delcath. Um, Dr. John, we've met before um, last year at ASCO, and we had a podcast explaining your clinical trial in progress and uh, the expanded access program, but today you've just informed us of some exciting news that the company's willing to share, and and uh, just ask you to give us a quick update on the Delcath system. Thank you, Kevin. It's great to be here and to, to catch up with you again. So, uh, you know, as you know, the, the therapy that we have is a drug-device combination, and uh, we um, have a procedure. The procedure is called percutaneous hepatic perfusion, and, and with the therapy, we saturate the entire liver with a chemotherapeutic agent, um, and then we subsequently filter the agent out, and then the filtered blood is returned to the patient. So um, we ran a large global uh, trial called the FOCUS trial, and we did, uh, since we last met, we did submit that to the FDA. We are currently under review by the agency, um, and uh, we expect to have um, you know, some communication from the agency on uh, their evaluation of this by the August timeframe. Um, we do have an expanded access program currently open for patients who are interested in our therapy. So, um, you know, this is, a, this is being run at a few centers here in the U.S. And if patients want more information, they can, of course, go to clinicaltrials.gov and, um, you know, type in um, uh, expanded access program, um, Melflin or ocular melanoma expanded access program, um, and they should find it. The, the centers currently are at Moffitt Cancer Center in Tampa, Florida. Duke University and um, also the University of Tennessee. We are currently opening additional centers as well. So when those centers are open, we'll put those centers as well on clinicaltrials.gov. Great. And um, so we're hopeful that the FDA will act on your application and hopefully we'll have a new therapeutic option available to patients around the United States uh, later this year if everything goes well. Um, we're excited about the news. We know that we don't have data to share right now from Delcath, but as soon as uh, the FDA is finished with their review, hopefully we'll be able to see your product information labeling and um, move on from there. So here we go.
And congratulations so far on all the hard work that Delcath and your colleagues have done to bring this to patients and their families, and uh, we wish you much, much success. Thank you very much, Kevin. We also look forward to updating yourselves and everyone out there with uh, the patients, advocacy groups, and patients about our progress as we go through this, but we uh, appreciate the uh, best wishes. Thank you. Thanks. Hi, this is Hannah. I'm here at ASCO and lucky enough to be talking with Dr. Katz from Trisalis Life Sciences, and we're going to be hearing a little bit more about what they've got going on. So Dr. Katz, thanks for being here with me. Um, what Would you just tell us a little bit about the data that you were working on at Trisalis? Yeah, thanks Hannah, and thank you so much for the opportunity to talk about our program. Um, what I'll do first is I'll explain you know, the drug that we're working on, SD101, what it does, and how we're combining it with an innovative delivery technology that, that I think is really going to unleash its potential for patients with ocular melanoma liver metastases. So the drug SD101 is something called the toll-like receptor 9 agonist or a TLR9 agonist and really at a basic level what the drug does is it mimics a piece of bacterial DNA uh, to stimulate the immune system very broadly. So these drugs are known to activate uh, many different components of our immune systems, uh, cells called natural killer cells and dendritic cells. And these drugs can bring activated T cells into a tumor, uh, which as some of you know is what you need for a checkpoint inhibitor to work. And we're combining our drug uh, with drugs like Keytruda and Abdevo checkpoint inhibitors. Now the other thing that our drug does is it eliminates a certain cell type, uh, which we think prevents patients from responding to immunotherapy called myeloid-derived suppressor cells, or MDSC, uh, and these cells shut T cells off, uh, so they can't respond to checkpoint inhibitors. Because when you think about the progress that has been made with checkpoint inhibitors in other diseases, like cutaneous melanoma, where the response rates are actually quite high, uh, we just haven't been able to achieve that success in patients with ocular melanoma liver metastases. And we think that cell type, MDSC, is a big part of the reason why. So we chose this drug for this disease because we think it addresses that specific problem. The other challenge with this type of drug and drugs in general for patients with liver metastases is delivery. Uh, when you give a drug intravenously or through a port, uh, something that we call systemic delivery, uh, a very small fraction of the drug actually ends up in the liver. And then on top of that, you have a problem called intratumoral pressure, meaning the pressure inside of the tumor is actually quite high uh, and may exceed the pressure that your heart can generate inside of a blood vessel. So we're delivering SD-101 uh, with something called the TriNav device, uh, which is an interventional radiology catheter system uh, that can generate higher delivery pressures uh, and can get more drug inside of these tumors. And it also limits exposure throughout the rest of the body. One of the things that we're seeing, we think in part related to this delivery approach is a very good safety profile. So we presented data from our PERIA-1 study, which is a phase one study looking at SD-101 given into the liver with systemic checkpoint inhibitors. And the serious adverse event rate or the serious toxicity rate related to SD-101 is only 5%. And if you compare to what you usually see with immunotherapy programs, that's quite low. And we think the way we're delivering it is at least part of the reason why. And the other, the other piece of data that we presented at ASCO this year, uh, which was highlighted in an oral poster discussion session, uh, is that we're seeing the immune effects that we hoped we would see. 
Uh, the drug is activating many types of immune cells that I described earlier, and we're also seeing evidence that we can eliminate that suppressive cell type, MDSC, uh, in ocular melanoma liver metastases. And we're also seeing some very encouraging outcomes so far. It's still early, we're still in phase one, uh, but we're seeing patients survive longer uh, than what you would expect. And we reported that 15 patients had stable disease and one patient had a partial response. And so these are very encouraging uh, signals of activity early in a phase one program. Very exciting. How cool to be a part of something that's not only helping fight the cancer in a more effective way, but also um, limiting some of the adverse effects throughout the rest of the body. That's, that's very cool. Um, looking forward, what are you most excited for in this process and uh, most excited for for the ocular melanoma community? I mean, a lot of exciting things happening uh, for ocular melanoma. Obviously, the approval of Chemtrek was an amazing leap forward uh, for patients in the community. There are several programs that are very exciting. So one of the things we're excited about is moving into phase two with the SD101 program. And something that we're going to be very thoughtful about that we think the field in general needs to think more about is how you measure response in patients who are getting immunotherapy, particularly with liver metastases. Traditionally in oncology, uh, we're trained to think about tumor shrinkage uh, as the key indicator of early activity or response in these patients. What we know with immunotherapy in general and with drugs like SD101 in particular is that tumors uh, may actually swell uh, before they shrink. You may see patients with staple disease for a very long period of time. We actually know from SD101 and cutaneous melanoma, some patients who have a response may not show that until 12 months or longer. So looking for early responses with this type of drug may not always be the best way uh, to measure clinical benefits. So seeing patients uh, with stable disease for prolonged periods of time uh, is something we're very encouraged by. We also look at something called circulating tumor DNA or a liquid biopsy, uh, which we know uh, from the ChemTrack data is a very good predictor of long-term survival. We're seeing most of our patients have decreases in circulating tumor DNA. Uh, so these are the things we're going to be looking at very carefully in phase two. Great. That's, that's also exciting, and it's a, it's a good time to be here and involved in the process. So thank you so much for being with me today, and I'm sure our patients are going to love to hear these updates um, and wish you all the best with the rest of ASCO. My pleasure. Thanks again for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today on the I Believe podcast, brought to you by Castle Biosciences Please be sure to subscribe, and if you're so inclined, send this episode over to friends, family, and share on your social media to help spread awareness around OM. If you have a moment, leave us a brief review or consider making a donation to the links in the show notes to keep our podcast going. Feel free to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Insight. We'll see you next time on the I Believe podcast.